I'm Jody Palmer, and you're listening to Pivot. Everyday people experiencing everyday events. They are pivotal moments with lasting impact. Join me as we connect with people from all walks of life and look back at moments that created change. You will hear stories of faith, heartache, courage, and even disappointment. Let's dive in to today's conversation. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pivot, our podcast here where we talk about moments in our lives uh, that have really changed us. So we're looking at, you know, moments of clarity, moments of great faith, courage, uh, and some of those things happen out of events that were really, really difficult. Today, I am so excited to have um, my friend Carrie with us. And we were reminiscing and just thinking about when we first met. And uh, it was November or around there in 1990 in Nanaimo, British Columbia. So Carrie, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you so much for asking me. And I thought I would make it like halfway through before I was going to cry, but apparently not, Joe. The tears are already starting. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Um, I, I'm super excited about this because not only has technology allowed us to be able to connect from far away, but technology also allows us to be able to reach people from anywhere with our stories. And so as with anything, I hope and, and my prayer is that through our conversation today, that people would be encouraged and to be able to look back at moments that, um, that really defi- help define us. So Carrie, uh, would you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name's Carrie. I live um, in Ontario. A lot of people say it's Northern Ontario, but trust me, it's not. It's more <laughs> Southern or Central Ontario um, in an area called the Muskokas. So it's very much a cottage area. Um, we've been here for almost 21 years, I think. Oh my. And um, my, I, I'm married, been married, just celebrated our 32nd anniversary. Woo-hoo. And I have, yeah, <laughs> I have three grown children, two boys and a girl. They're, both my boys are married and I have three grandchildren. That's beautiful. Wow. Time has flown by, hasn't it? It has. It really, it really. And yet in other moments, like just talking to you like this, it almost feels like we were sitting across uh, in your table in your house in Nanaimo. So, or, or sitting at, at ladies Bible study with all of our kids running, running rampant. Wild. Wild. (laughs) That's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, we connected and prayed and, and um, yeah, those are formative years. So, you know, one of the things that we talk about in Pivot is what defines you as a human being? I know quite often we're defined by our job or our vocation, but would you give me a glimpse into what, what defines you, Carrie, as a human being? I would say foremost, the fact that I am a believer in Jesus Christ. That is ultimately what defines me. I know through the years, I mean, my faith has always been there but I haven't always let it define me the way it should. Um, so always drawing back to that, always pulling back to know this, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And when I start to feel that something else is getting in there, or I, I'm not sure who I am, or I'm not sure I like the direction that things are going, I have to remind myself, no, I'm a child of Christ. Mm-hmm. That is my identity. And I would say the other big thing that defines me, well, two things is I love being married. 
I absolutely adore my husband. So my marriage definitely defines me. And being a mom and a grandmother, those that those define me as well. And I'm going to just jump in here and say that even though we haven't physically seen one another for years and years and years, your gentleness also defines you, um, <laughs> which is really neat. Uh, you might not say that about yourself, but but I definitely do. Carrie, how how did you come about to have a faith in Jesus Christ? How did that happen in your life? I was in high school and there's, I'm not sure if it still exists, ISCF, Interschool Christian Fellowship. Okay. Um, it was a big thing here and across Canada. I have no idea actually, but it was a group, like a youth group, mm -hmm. but it was a town youth group that was run independently from any of the churches. So an organization called ISCF. And there was the leader of that group. Her name was Laura Binkley. And for some reason, she just latched on to me and she was loving and kind and fun. And she was an adult in my life at a time, like at, at 13 years old, and I was being invited to her house, you know, for Bible study. I didn't care what it was for. <laughs> right. She had snacks and she had her own apartment. And it was, she was just like this cool being in my life that ended up pouring a lot of herself into me. And that is who introduced me to Christ. So as I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm making notes here. And because what I'm hearing is the importance of connecting and of reaching out. Yeah. So those things, would you, what would you define as being pivotal when you were young, just in terms of your growth as a, as a, as a believer or as a human being? Um, hmm. That one I didn't expect. Like young <laughs> as in before I became a believer or after I became No, a I guess, you know, those teenage years, sometimes they're really hard, right? Yes. So was there anything pivotal? Did, was, did she say anything to you? Were you spoken to? Was there a, a book, a scripture or an event that really helped? I think it was just her. Okay. Yeah. In essence, the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I had, didn't have that at home. Mm -hmm. so knowing that they're having someone interested in me as a human being no ulterior motives she had no expectations of me and yeah I remember one night we were at a youth thing and I asked her to drop me off somewhere else she goes oh where are you going not a problem but I didn't want to tell her it was a party but she knew she was smart and it was yeah. you know she knew these kids and so she dropped me off yeah. she's okay have have a nice evening let me know how how it goes yeah like there's no judgment the no so judgment think, that's no important. judgment I think that was pivotal having her involved in my life knowing that I was messing up I was making a lot of choices in high school like a lot of people do that mm -hmm. I shouldn't have been doing and she was still there for me you know mm -hmm. it makes me think about the importance of no matter where we are in our lives that uh we might have people that have no connections at home or mm -hmm. they don't have that relationship at home and how poor how important it is to be available and to pour out I love the fact that your cat has just joined you so this is beautiful yes <laughs> that's so good for everybody that's listening she now has a black and white kitty cat uh, sitting above her shoulder um I want to ask you in your uh in your marriage so you said you've been married for 32 years. Mm -hmm. Have there been events or times in your life where it was 
pivotal in keeping you and your husband connected and on the same track? Or maybe that's too personal or you need to think about it. Um, you know, it's funny because after just celebrating our anniversary and, you know, I, I looked at Kevin and then I said, thank you for staying with me. Were you ever tempted to leave? And he said, no, I, I've never been tempted to leave you. Um, but that's a testimony of who he is mm -hmm. and not who I am. So I would say the pivotal moment, there's no moment. He's the pivotal person <laughs> because I'm, I'm difficult. I'm a lot and I have an incredibly strong personality. And a lot of people think and have thought and have said, oh, your husband, oh, he, he's weak or have thought that about him. But trust me, it needs to be an incredibly strong man mm -hmm. to, to live with me day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he gets frustrated with me and, and I, <laughs> I get frustrated with me. You know, and he'll say that, oh, you don't understand. And I'm like, no, 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 sweetie, you don't understand because I live in this body. <laughs> if it's difficult for you, it's like that much more difficult for me because I can't leave me. <laughs> oh my goodness. I actually have visuals going on in my brain. So <laughs> that's interesting. Um, wow, we could probably talk a lot about marriage and about how children affect our marriages and oh. just going going through the years and the choices that we make. And I remember uh, we were we were very young when we oh yes each other in, in Nanaimo and we've all grown a tremendous amount, um, which is thank goodness, right? Like, thank goodness we're never left where we were. Oh my goodness, I'm so embarrassed sometimes when I think about the things that I've said and done. And I have spent the last 10 years, honestly, when people say something to me, oh, Carrie, do you remember when? I'm like, just straight up, I am just apologizing right now. <laughs> I don't know what I said or what I did, but I am so sorry. <laughs> so like there's this disclaimer, anything I may have said or done 30 years That's ago. True. Well, that was the younger me. <laughs> I'm right. much more mature and can <laughs> walk along. Uh, so I'm going to keep on going. And I want to ask you, has there been a book or a song that has been uh, influential to you? Hmm. I don't know of any particular book. <laughs> that would have been a good one to research, Jody. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> but Next I time, would, I'll give you a heads up. <laughs> I would say any one of the Beth Moore Bible studies. Okay. Yeah. That I have done, um, and the one that comes to mind right away is the Fruit of the Spirit. Hmm. And it was, and I've done that Bible study of hers a couple of times over because it, there's just so much to glean from it. She, she keeps pulling you in she gives you real stories. She gives you real examples and you don't feel like, oh, I'm dumb for not knowing. Like, you know, I've been around for this song. I've been a believer for this song. I, I should know this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so any one of her studies, I would say have been, each one actually has been pivotal at that moment. Okay. That's it. I've, just, I've written those down because I don't know that I have read that one but i've read other books by beth moore when i was saying, uh preparing this morning for for our visit here today i was remembering a couple of bible studies that we had done one of which was the power of a praying parent yes i remember that one and i think that that book was monumental for me anyways in um in being, praying for my children yeah and just giving me the courage to keep going. And I think that we saw some, um, some really neat answers to prayer during that time. If I remember correctly, there was quite a number of us that were together 
Mm-hmm. Was there another one that we had done too? Power of a praying woman. Did we do the did we do the wife one? Power of a praying wife. Yes. As well? Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. And and I know right now I'm reading through power of praying for your adult children. And that one right now for me, because all of my kids are adults, mm-hmm. is so important because it's releasing me from any guilt that I may have. I mean, you know, Jody, you and I can look back and say, oh man, we should have, or, oh, why did we like, but I have to remember like all the decisions that I made at the time mm-hmm. were based on the knowledge that I had at the time. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, and I the tools and, that we were equipped with as that's well. That's right. Yeah. And our culture that we were in mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking to our, our current pastor about that. And I'm like, you know, the nineties where we like pretty much parented out of fear and the devil was in everything. <laughs> oh no, no, no. That's new. So that must be Satan. <laughs> That's right. Um, wow. You've just taken me back <laughs> in my mind. Um, we've evolved as parents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and just as, as human beings and your children, man, they still love you. Still talk um, to you. Most days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course there's been struggles and there's been, um, times when I'm like, I don't know if I can come back from this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if if we can come back from this. And, and if I'm being really honest, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to, this, this is painful. Mm -hmm. And you know, my, my one child, he's always been there. He's a good, solid, just supportive, and then the other ones, they're those strong personalities that I love, like, I love that personality, but man, you're going to have to fight through a lot of stuff with those personalities and, and we're there and they are so much a part of me. And if I'm honest, those things that really bother me about them or that really get to me, not bother me, that really get to me or get me going <laughs> are the traits in them that are really just me. Like I see my traits in them and I'm like, oh, come on. Why do you, oh, that's why you do that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, as, as we get older, we can look back and see that. And then I think that just makes me pray even harder, uh, more for myself to, for growth and, and, yeah. and then for them, um, I'm going to keep going now. I keep an eye on the clock because okay. we only get a certain amount of time and I know that it goes so So quickly (laughs) so fast um yes let me uh let me just pull out something fun has there been um an event in your life that was purely fun that invigorated you or filled you with a sense of adventure or courage anything like that naturally i'm not believe it or not a very adventurous person so i don't find those things invigorating i find them frightening Okay. That's interesting. We can have a talk about that someday. (laughs) Yeah. So I love, I'm the, I'm the planner. I'm the, don't, don't, don't shock me or surprise me with things. You know, one year for my birthday, my husband thought it was great. I think he had read about this. Our kids were all at home still. We were um, running a youth group and he, it was my birthday the night, Friday night, youth were coming over in about an hour he had a bag packed for me, drove me to this really nice hotel, had magazines and treats and everything all planned. He said, okay, this night is yours. And 
you know, he brought me into the room and had my stuff there. I burst into tears. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't. Do you not want to be with me on my birthday? Right, right. Yeah. yeah so I think that was pivotal for us because you realize, oh, this is like, don't ever surprise her with something yeah. big. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know that I can like right off the top of my head, think of something, but I like having fun. Like, mm -hmm. I love having fun. I love laughing. I love doing those fun things. Like, if you came over and said, let's go tobogganing, I'm not worried I'm going to break a hip. I would go tobogganing. <laughs> Although that may be a reality. <laughs> I would be worried. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be extremely, extremely worried. Oh, my goodness. Um, let me let us steer into a different direction. Has there been a scripture or quote that has been uh, really important to you? Yes, and I actually have it on my fridge. Okay. And I can't think of it right off the top of my head, but it has to do with you when surround yourself with people. Oh, that's going to bother me that I can't remember, Jody. I don't want to misquote it, mm -hmm. but pretty much foolish people surround themselves with like-minded people, mm -hmm. right? right? Like you don't yeah. want to surround yourself with all like-minded people. Um, Cause that really doesn't challenge you. That doesn't pull you out of sometimes stale thinking or stagnant thinking or wrong thinking. Like even if we're, if I'm only hanging out with all believers or even all people from the same denomination, even mm -hmm. you're not really being challenged. No, you're and not. And so it's kind of nice to have someone come into your life who thinks completely differently from you and to challenge you on what you think or to give you a different perspective. And I may not always agree. You know, and I have quite a few people in my life now, now that my children are adults and, oh my goodness, they have their own independent thoughts mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they do challenge me. Yeah, mom. So, so why, why do you think that, you know, and even if it's scriptural, I have to go, what, why, why do why? I, believe? Right? right? And yeah. so it's really, so yeah, I, I will get that for you. It is a great quote, but yeah, just to not surround yourself mm -hmm. with like people. I, that makes me think about the people that I'm surrounded by at work. Um, you know, not everybody, um, not everybody thinks the same as me. Um, but I'm probably actually fairly unique there, um, which is good. We need to be, we need to be that. And, oh, wow. Okay. So that makes me think of a verse that I had written down um, because it was really important. Um I was reading in the Passion Translation. This would be a little while ago, and it was 2 Thessalonians 3.16. And I thought about this in terms of what I, what I want to be um, in the workplace or what my hope is, hope and prayer. And he's actually talking to the uh, Thessalonians, and he says, Now may the Lord himself, the Lord of peace, pour into you his peace in every circumstance and in every possible way. The Lord's tangible presence be with you all. And that word tangible made me think of that literally wherever I go, even as we talk like this, that the Lord's presence would be physically felt mm. and heard and be able to be gotten a hold of um, because that's how we're light and salt. That's right. And it's really important. And I know that I don't do a good job of that every day not at all oh. that is my that is my prayer and I think it's probably all of our um all of our prayer as well in thinking about that 
Um, Absolutely. And I, I had a friend tell me once, fly your flag early. Oh, like don't, don't, don't wait. I love that. Yeah. Like, especially in a work situation or a new friend group, or you're headed to a, a fitness class, fly your flag as early as you can so that it's not going to be three months later. Oh yeah. And by the way, I'm a Christian, by the way. Yes. Yeah. By the yeah. way, you know, like you fly that early and she says, yeah, the expectations are all of a sudden on you. And you know that because mm-hmm. now they're watching you. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, that's, that's good. That's a good thing that they're watching me. It's it's keeping myself in check as well. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you know what? That has just jumped out at me. I wrote it down. Um, I think every day we should have moments that speak to us that that Mm -hmm. bring life. And so that has just, that has really, really spoken to me today. Um, I want, I'd like to just ask you too, in terms of being a parent, have there been pivotal moments in your parenting? Or can you think of them? Can you think of any? <clears throat> so, it, yeah, focus on the family and adventures and odyssey. Mm-hmm. We're certainly a, piv- <laughs> a pivotal thing. Maybe it's not a moment, but it was yeah. a thing. And I look at how that really spoke into my parenting at, in their younger years. But now I think a pivotal moment that we have had recently is, you know, we have a child who isn't following the Lord, the exact opposite actually, and really, really challenged us for quite a few years. And we would go out of our way to love on and pour into this child um, because we wanted relationship. So that was very pivotal for both of us because they ended up coming to us a couple of years ago and they said, do you know how difficult that was? Because you would drop everything all the time whenever I needed help and you would drive and you would help with, with whatever I needed help with. Mm -hmm. And you never once said, no, like we would go there and not be spoken to, not be offered a drink of water, not be nothing. Mm -hmm. And you could just see the, it was uncomfortable for this child. And, but we were that, no, we're, we're we're loving that mm-hmm. that is what our job is yeah yeah a couple of years ago he said you know how difficult that was mom that was so difficult it was killing me and ended up sharing stuff about their life that mm-hmm. was holding them back ended up saying I was rejecting you before you could reject me yeah isn't that something and this child is still living the way they want to live yep but that's not on me. That's right. That's yeah. not on me. And I can apologize for maybe things that I should have done differently and didn't do. We had a really good conversation and it's a good relationship. Mm-hmm. You and kept the doors open. <laughs> kept the doors open. And that has been pivotal. And in talking to um, parents now and being open to share that yeah, as opposed right. to you know, a lot of times within the church, Jody, like we know we sit there, we look pretty because that's what you do. And mm-hmm. it's a world of pain. It and is. I can yeah. be the person that's open and honest, then, then I will be. Yeah, that's right. I think that's one of the biggest things is keeping the door open. Um, Cause it would be so easy to close. And, and there's various reasons why we keep that door open. Um, yeah, that, that speaks volumes. I, 
I want to go back uh, to what you said about, this is going back a couple of minutes here, focus on the family. How did they, what, <laughs> yeah. So what was it? What was it that, that you heard or they inspired you? I would listen to the show every morning. I believe it was at 10 o'clock and just the different speakers that came on, whether it was about marriage, it was about parenting, it was about finances, it was everything to do with your everyday life. Yep. And they would speak into that, give me guidance, give me direction. <laughs> and they didn't know they were doing this, you know, <laughs> and then and then at four o'clock, I believe it was four o'clock, well, it's four o'clock here, Adventures in Odyssey was on. Yeah. You know, we would sit down as a family or, you know, most of the time my husband wasn't home, but the kids, like we would turn the radio on and we would listen to Adventures in Odyssey. And that just instilled in them a lot of, there was a lot of scripture. There's, there were so many um, biblical lessons or even straight up Bible stories sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I know that, you know, the kids who have listened to this growing up may have walked away from their faith or our faith. I'm not sure if it was theirs, right? Yeah, that's um, right. But that's still there. That's still there. That it is my um, my oldest daughter. They all, all of her children, they listen to Adventures and Odyssey all the time. They go to bed with it, and they'll bring up. Do you remember the episode where? And they're no, actually, I don't. But they they love it. It's also like really creative, um, and how they've uh, been able to record different versions of of stories and really yes. helps helps them listen to. And I think it's good. Also, it gets people away from watching TV and all that kind of stuff. You're yes. listening and you're imagining. And there's this connectivity again with family and kids that that happens. Uh, I am looking at our clock and I can see that our time is is um, <laughs> it's running away. It's running away. So I want to know, do you have a question that you want to ask me? I'm ready. You're ready. Sorry. There was, yeah, well, maybe, yeah, and, and if it is personal too, or if yeah. it's too difficult, that's fine, Jody. Um, but I have been thinking about this for the last week. Mm -hmm. We were all in, an, um, we all, you and I, but there was a group of us outside <laughs> of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that were in Nanaimo, and I believe you were the first one to leave. Is that right? I think so, yes. Yeah, because uh, we moved to Vancouver. That's so right. The girl's dad could go to UBC. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to ask you, because we were such a tight group, not tight as in no one else allowed in, but we really relied on each other. Mm -hmm. Most of us didn't have family there to look after our kids, no. um, moms and dads to just go over to Sunday dinner too. Mm -hmm. So that we did that for each other. Yeah. And we watched each other's kids. You were actually at my house when I went into labor with Emily. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and, and so we watched each other's kids. We had Bible study together. We went to the park together. And then you moved. Yeah. So that was very pivotal for you. So what was that like for you? Oh, well, I was expecting our fourth child. I was ready to deliver uh, you all that's such bad English but um you help pack up my our house yeah. uh, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do you're right it was leaving my community and going somewhere completely foreign with my family ready to have another one to do something that that I didn't even know if we had the ability to do um and those were actually well I mean those were hard years those were really really hard years um some of which I can't even speak about 
but all but this this I know I know I know that without um, my faith, without the prayer support, um, like literally holding up the arms of people around me, I think I probably would have folded. Um, yeah, so that was really hard. And it reminds me that when uh, Dale and I made the decision to move to Regina Beach here from Kipling, I'd accepted a job. Again, leaving our community, our church community, and our, and our some of our family there uh, and friends was also really hard. So coming here, even though I know this place, I've been coming here since I was a little girl, it was still hard because we came and we didn't know anybody. So learning being brave and courageous mm -hmm. to kind of cultivate that again has been a challenge and we still find it uh, a little bit difficult but again we're not very far away we've got kids you know 30 minutes away which is wonderful but community mm -hmm. um, community is pivotal in i i think in uh, wow in keeping us together in supporting one another uh, and asking really, really the tough important. questions yes yeah. yeah and and you I remember you guys asked me some tough questions then yeah and those are those are hard days and I I don't like to talk about COVID um but I do mm -hmm. have to think about how it's impacted that sense of community for everybody in the last two years um so again we look at how can we support one another how can we be there um, for our for our people, whether our people are our our family, or um, our church or our work, our neighbor, whoever it is, it's so important. Yeah. Uh, before we close today, yeah, I know we'll be doing this again, Carrie. Uh, <laughs> be good. I want to know if there's anything else that you would just like to add as a as an end thought, something that's been pivotal in your life to. Um, bring you to where you are today it's funny and when i was thinking about this over and this is going to seem it's going to go right back to the beginning almost and maybe i could have interjected one of the other questions but a pair of nylons there was a sun that my first or our first sunday morning in nanaimo we had i was 19 years old and we'd only been married six months and we had just driven into nanaimo or across the country, took the ferry. I think we got there on a Thursday, our first Sunday morning. We knew it was important to get to church. Mm -hmm. And we were living off of Hammond Bay Road, Road down in Piper's Lagoon. We right. only lived there for a month. And we had looked, you know, back in the day, Jody, when you just couldn't, you know, look online for service times and stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we had driven around and we, we had found service times for different churches. And in the morning when we got up for church, I realized I needed a pair of nylons. I do not believe I've worn nylons almost since that moment, <laughs> but I needed a pair of nylons. You have to remember it was 1990. I think right. most of us were wearing most nylons. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was October. So we had to drive and buy some nylons. And I also believe it was before church, everything, anything was open on Sundays. Like it was just corner stores, right? Yeah. So we drove down to Departure Bay, that little gas station corner yes. store there, Yeah. picked up nylons and realized we have almost no time to get anywhere. So the closest church to at that point was Nanaimo Full Gospel on Hammond Bay Road. Mm -hmm. 
Isn't that something? So that pair of nylons was pivotal, I think, in my entire life because I needed to get, <laughs> God needed me at that church. I needed to be there that Sunday morning. And that's where he met me. Hmm. That's where that, that I, I can, I can look back. That's why my marriage is still together because it hasn't been a walk in the park. Hmm. That's why um, my kids as adults at this point, those have been rough times, but are still talking to me. It's that pair of nylons. Holy. Okay. Just going to get a Kleenex and uh, wipe away a tear. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I'm not quite sure how to close this, but what I'm going to say is that um, to those people who have chosen to listen to this podcast, thank you so much. I hope that you will look back on either a pair of nylons <laughs> or a flying your flag early or being brave enough to say hi to somebody that you didn't know mm-hmm. and grab a hold of those pivotal moments and allow it, allow that moment to either change your perspective, to give you courage, to fill you with faith or change your focus. That's my hope. Thank you so much for joining me, Carrie, on this episode of Pivot. Really, really appreciate that. Love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I love connecting with our guests, and I'm honored that you took the time to join us on today's episode of Pivot. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation and can look back at your own pivotal moments and then look ahead. Life has so much to give us. I want to give a shout out at the end of the program to Scott Patrick Music for providing the fine guitar picking and to Mosaic Music in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan for the recording equipment. See you again next time on Pivot.